Hey guys, and welcome to the Provokers Podcast, where we talk about things you should too. Today I'm joined by... Hey guys, this is Noah, or Noah Dog 45 or 54. Yeah guys, he changed his name to 45 now, uh, get wrestling losers, <laughs> I thought he was 54. <laughs> um, yeah. But no, he is Noah Dog 54, um, and I am Flabzexy Gaming, also known as Ethan, um, and uh, yeah, you can find me on YouTube. And I am the host, Jeepins Feebins, or John, as uh, most most people I know in real life call me. I think you're forgetting one. I think you're forgetting one, and it's the uh, bald man on yeah, Elm uh, Street, I, right? I mean, I've... I've never heard the Elm Street part because I've never lived there, but. Uh... Right, I've counted so... um every I've counted how many episodes Noah has called John the bald guy at the very beginning of the episode. Twenty six. Twenty six times. 26 times 20 no 26 episodes like because he does it at the oh, very beginning so when mm-hmm. john introduced himself as john noah 26 times said oh you're forgetting bald guy or bald man or whatever version of the thing he said he's done it 26 times <laughs> this being the 27th time i i didn't <laughs> realize it was that frequent yeah when <laughs> i because I, I i go back and listen to them sometimes because i find them entertaining to myself because i like i like i like going back and listening to the conversations we had and like I listened to three back to back, and all three he was he was like, "Oh, you're forgetting bald guy or whatever." And I'm like, "I wonder how many times he said that." So I went back, and it, it took me like an hour, but I went back and listened to the like first ten minutes of each episode, and sure enough, it was twenty six times. <laughs> this being twenty seventh. Yeah. Hey, at so, least my uh, consistency is up there. Yeah, at least yeah. you're calling him consistently bald, which is true. He is bald. Yeah. <laughs> of course, yeah. of course, yeah, you yeah. know. Uh, I was I was talking to my my brothers about um like the bald bald man joke and yes the, the, to break off from the bald man joke a tiny little bit uh my, my brother was like confused by it because he's like you're not you're not bald like be, between me and my brothers I have the most hair out of all of them that's <laughs> um, alive and, and so it's like they were they were very confused and I was like oh no it came from like a phasmophobia episode where it was just thrown in there for some reason um no. that just kind of go go from there. No, so, oh yeah, you know, actually, yeah, it might have been. I think it, I, I was gonna say, like, I thought it came way earlier and then that specific, because I know what episode you're referencing, but mm-hmm. I, I was thinking, oh, maybe it came way before that, but no, that might have been the start, yeah. Um, I think I, like, said something like, oh, well, <laughs> you're bald, so you, like, I don't know what I was doing. I, I, I don't know how it came up, but yeah, it started like that. Did you, but did you tell them the important thing about you not, not losing the game, but you losing Yes, like, I, I told my brother about that. <laughs> I, I told it like I I don't know if it's the exact same way I said it the um in the podcast episode, but I, I told the story fairly similarly, and they thought it was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it's such a good <laughs> thing, dude. Like if we yeah. ever get in, into a merch position, that has to be the first thing we do. <laughs> yeah. You didn't lose the game; you lost your life, and then it's just a pixel version of John getting beheaded. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it'd just be so funny. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think uh, I think that's like that's like the one joke that we have on the podcast that's like no one else can take because like it's a, it's an actual original joke. Like Wade gets called bald all the time, so that's not a joke that like was original. But like that one is John's own mind. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and um, it's one of my favorites. But I'm so glad you told him about it, <laughs> like because that's so funny. <laughs> Ooh. But yeah, so I I guess I mean that was small talk. But how has you guys' actual actual weeks been? Uh, it's been a minute. 
Oh, hey, yeah, it's been a little bit. Um, let's see. Monday was hell. Tuesday was shit. Wednesday was worse. Thursday was the plague. Wednesday, I wanted to die. You, 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 you went back to Wednesday? You went back in time? You went, you went back in time? You went back to Wednesday? Wait a minute. No wonder you went back to Hold on, I'm on Friday. Friday. I got a Shakespeare. I got a snake um, shoved up in terms in terms of my week i have a thing that i'm going to say for the headline because I'm, i want to it's sort of an announcement um mm -hmm. but in terms of besides that it's been pretty good i'm actually working on my season finale for my youtube channel not like the finale of the youtube channel like uh, for those that don't know i have an arg going on over there it's like a miss so you know what ARGs are you can solve them together as community it's pretty fun but the season right. finale is like this big live event that you can uh, uh see live and stuff it's, it's a massive thing that i had i've had to work on for a while it's actually unfortunately been having to be pushed back by a little bit, but hopefully it looks like everything's sorting itself out. Um, so it should be coming up soon. I can't give by the time you're listening to this, it actually should be in a couple of days. Um, so it's gonna be pretty interesting. So join join us there on Flabs X Gaming if you want to watch it live. You don't have to know really much of the story. It's kind of just it's fun to just watch anyway. Um, you could be like, I have no effing clue what's going on. I'm basically watching Star Wars all over again. It's fine. You can still be kind of enjoyable to watch. You don't even need to know any about the lore or anything. That's what's nice about it. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. It's just useless to fall asleep. I will make you lose points now. Uh, I don't think you You're not even the host. I can't. No, but I'm hosting, I'm hosting the Extended Cut episode now, and I will murder you. But we don't have, That's not for two episodes, we don't have points there. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Oh yeah, we have points in that episode. That doesn't even matter. It will. It will know. No, we all agreed it wouldn't. All right, matter. ignore Noah's stupidity. Um, it's it's a lot of fun. So just join us over at Flabzexy Gaming. It's uh, gonna be great. You'll see it's a it's a live uh event. So uh, it happens typically on Monday at eight o'clock EST. Uh, so you have to convert your time zone if it's different. Um, but yeah, it's a lot of fun. So check us out. Yeah, for me, my my week's been pretty pretty mundane. Just playing video games. Uh. I don't remember anyone asking you. You know, I am. The you're host. okay. Now I'm, you're like, not now, now you're losing points because like now you, you're that was points, me. You've done it. Now you've done it. Yeah, that was uncalled for. You're losing five points for that. <laughs> yeah, like I don't know. I don't know what he expects to this point. Like you insult the host, you get points lost. Like how many times is he gonna have to do this to learn yeah. that when you insult the host, you lose points? Maybe, maybe we need a statistic of that. How many times has Noah insulted the host, and how many times has he insulted me? Yeah, well, that's, I'm not counting that. That's over a billion. But, like, how many times has he insulted the host losing him points? Like, I want to know how many points he lost by insulting the host. That's, that's the thing I should do. Oh, millions. Like, it's probably going to be in, like, so much so that, like, he's lost. No wonder he went on that, like, nine losing streak at the beginning. Mm, that is it's going to be at least, like, thousands at this point. Maybe, like, hundreds of thousands, actually. The only way it'd be hundreds of thousands is if someone made you lose like a billion points, which I don't do, and John might have done, but I don't remember. I I, I, I joked about doing it, but I've never actually done that. Yeah. Oh, you joked about it. Yeah, and usually yeah, I, I, I take I actually, away like five or ten points at once. Yeah, I was gonna say I take away points in a fair manner, uh, or like I I give points in a fair manner, whether it be taking away points or like if if someone gets the wrong answer in a game show, they lose like uh the set amount of points. If you insult the host, I'll like minus five or whatever. But like, I never go over like ten or something. Like, I'm, I'm like, oh, Noah did this. He lost ten billion points. He loses the episode, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so like, because there's no point in doing that because then everyone knows who's winning at the end. Yeah. So yeah, did you have headlines, Ethan? Because you mentioned them for a second there. 
Well, I'll save my thing. I'll save my personal headline for last. But um, the the headline um for like the the one I have here is um that the the FNAF movie is soaring high right now. Um, I looked at the the like the the money they're raking in. It's no like super stellar like movie of the movie of the century type of thing or anything, right? I don't want to praise it like that. But it's definitely it's 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 rising up to be movie of the year, specifically this year, if it gets about uh, like two hundred more two hundred more million, which sounds like a lot, but when it comes to like a global movie, that's not that much. Mm-hmm. Um, so because they're right now they're right below the Mario movie, which I also loved, um, and they're also below something else that I couldn't care to remember. Um, right. And then I think there's the I, whatever the top movie is, they're also behind that. So yeah. they're 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 currently in fourth, which is good for me because I think I really like that movie. Um, like I said, the FNAF movie is purely for the fans. I don't care about Ooh. the critic rating of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I it mean, seems like the audience agrees. Yeah. Yeah, speaking of the, yeah. the audience uh, rating of that, my, my a buddy of mine uh, isn't really a huge FNAF fan. He's like played maybe one of the games, maybe two of the games. Uh, but he has a lot of friends who are fans, and so they dragged him to the theater to watch it with them. And he's like, yeah, I like <laughs> it. It was a pretty good movie. So even people yeah. who are like not huge fans of the series can still enjoy it. Yeah, and what? you can all, you can get into the conspiracy theory of like because the map had did a uh, it wasn't really a theory it really just gave facts of the industry. Um, mm-hmm. Is like uh, it was a film theory, but he like told a, he told his audience about how it kind of benefits the movie industry if the critics and the people disagree. Um, mm-hmm. And I forgot I forgot the evidence he pulled for that because he actually pulled in articles that was like written by um, like outsiders, not the industry, because obviously they're going to be biased. Um, yeah, but it was written yeah. by like actual people that's like ran it. And it it showed like yeah that like it would benefit the the industry if like the critics and uh, people disagree on most movies, which seems to be the case. Because whenever a good movie yeah. comes out, they're the critics are like, "Oh, this sucks. I'd rather watch paint dry. My cat just died. Everything's horrible." And it's <laughs> like, and then people are like, "This movie's great." Like, sure, it's not the best movie, but it's pretty. It's pretty darn good. I'd watch it again. Because yeah. um, the FNAF you movie, know? when I watched it, I went down. It down. It went down one point recently, but it was at like ninety two or something when I looked at it. Which the Mario movie was around like ninety eight, so they're pretty damn good movies according to the audience, which I would agree. So yeah, yeah. You know what I liked about that movie? That there's murder in it. Well, that and like the most I actually know about the FNAF universe is uh, the Purple Man, and that's <laughs> the Purple Man. <laughs> I, I think it's the Purple Man, whatever William Afton is in that universe. Yeah, no, yeah, no. He's yeah, he's called the Purple Guy, but it's funny that you called him the Purple Man. <laughs> I thought it was the purple man. I didn't know it was the purple guy. Yeah, he goes by purple guy, William Afton, Springtrap, like literally. Okay. Murder, but, yeah. murder, sin. No, I don't, yeah, think, I don't think anyone's called him that, but he does do that. I just did. Yeah. yeah but... <laughs> that doesn't count, no. <laughs> no. But yeah, what I liked was, I only really know that bit, but even so, I went and watched the movie, and I loved it, not really knowing much about it. Well, and for you specifically, you watch, you've watched MatPad, you've watched uh, like the other uh, like FNAF creators that were in the movie. Um, yeah. So, like, of course, when like for me, I like I I've watched MatPad since I was like I want to say eight or nine, right? So, like, I've been with him on his journey for a long time, and so to see him as like the waiter or whatever, like be like, because he also they also let him say, but that's just a theory. Like, I didn't think he was gonna be able to say anything like that. I just thought he was gonna be like a cameo, be like, oh, what can I get you guys today, or whatever. But when he said that, I'm like, he did it. He's done. He's made history. He's made history. Um, 
I thought it was going to be like some stupid, quirky one-liner written by some sleep-deprived Hollywood person, but he actually got to do his line, which was yeah, cool. No, Blumhouse, I've been told, is like really good, because they also made Megan, which I haven't seen, but I've seen clips of, and it's like a robot mm. child like trying to murder everyone that's going near the, the child they're supposed to protect. I'm like, that's right. such a cool premise. I would I would be interested. Yeah. Like, that's one of the movies I'm like, I'd be interested in watching that. I love murdering yeah, robots, like trying to murder everybody. <laughs> like, you know um so they made that they're currently working on another project i didn't um i didn't see what it was once they're probably done with that project they might make a fnaf too because they like i said in the last episode they left FNAF, the fnaf movie completely open-ended um like with vanessa in the hospital um the uh like uh what's his name mike was like sort of getting his life together again but maybe he gets called back for a different night or something whatever it may be yeah. and also afton we didn't see him die technically we saw him like get very stabbed because remember in the games he got like spring locked to death too but he survived so like we didn't technically see him fully die and i have i have a strong suspicion he'll come back because he always comes back so yeah you know i think that's so, kind of his one thing is that he always comes back yeah, and like I said in that last episode too, is plastic is a lot cheaper to buy than leather. So if they because they because FNAF two remember had the plastic animatronics and sure you had the the withered ones too, but like the plastic would be super easy to make and like I don't know I think it'd be a lot easier for them. They would need a slightly bigger set though. I would agree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but Blumhouse, you're never gonna listen to this, but if you do, uh, I'll be I'd be down to watch the second one. So yeah, Blumhouse. I mean, from from my my experience with them, they're they're pretty good. Uh... They're, like, known for horror movies as well, so, like, their horror movies are really good. I've seen a couple of them. Yeah. I forget which one, which movies exactly, because back when I was in high school, I watched, like, a lot of horror movies, and I've kind of forgotten mm-hmm. which ones were uh, which two years, but I remember yeah. seeing them them around, and then when I remember I, they were, like, announced, oh, yeah, Blumhouse is going to do the FNAF movie, I was like, hey, yeah, I know those people. Yeah. yeah. Which... With what I've seen from Blumhouse, they definitely have the equipment and the capability to make a good movie. So, if enough mm-hmm. two does come to fruition, I am very excited for that. Yeah, and I also think too that the the person that played Mike, I forget his name, he was the perfect actor for that role. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, like he was so good. I like I said this in the last episode. The characters I cared about, they like like so I I cared about all the characters, like the main guys. What was good about the bad guys, like the initial like bandits or whatever, and the aunt or whatever, is her character was so good that I I wanted her dead. <laughs> like, like I, I was like, she's meant to be like super annoying, and she's meant to be like she's meant to be a bad person, right? She because like one of the mm-hmm. bandits is like, oh, why don't we just kill him? And she's like, tempting. Like no sane person's like, oh, murder. Hmm. Yeah, I'll think about that one. <laughs> like, yeah, mm, murder. You love a good murder. Yeah, but like, so, you know, she's uh, she's supposed to be a hated character. And what I hate about, quote unquote, hated characters, it's like, I don't care about this person. If they were to die, I don't care. But with her, mm-hmm. I'm like, if she gets run over, I'll celebrate. Like, right. whoopee! Like, I'll you know? the champagne. Yeah, yeah. I'll the champagne, right? Yeah, hateable <laughs> characters are actually kind of hard to do when you think about it. Because, like, not only does it have to be written well to be able to make the audience hate them, but it also, if it's a movie, has to be acted well, too. Yep. John, right. I don't even focus on that part. I just focus on the face and see if it's punchable. Well, I, I mean, mean that that's a little bit uh uh yeah. You know, <laughs> I would say that's sure. a little different because that's an actor playing it playing the role. So you're you're judging their actual face like, as opposed mm, yeah, to Yeah, like, you look ugly. I'm going to punch you. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
It's also and a soul, but yeah. The part of the part of the movie that I uh, one of the parts that I'm like, oh, this is great. Was and yes, it involves murder, but like when the bandits broke into Freddy's and was like trash in the place. First of all, they separated, which I'm like, yep, you're all dead. And sure enough, like what I liked about it was the animatronics picked them off one by one, and I'm like, that is so clever of them to do because if they went for a group, like they could have like four on one, they might have been able to do something. Um, yeah. But I'm like, yeah, they took them out one by one. It's like that's that's pretty clever of them. So. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what was like... great about that was when the cupcake was actually able to kill someone. Yeah, no, right. yeah, the cupcake. Really. You know, actually, you know what I think about too is like if they were to do a second one, they don't have to go to FNAF two. They could. Um, mm-hmm. What would make more sense for the the movie timeline would be FNAF three technically. Like they open mm-hmm. a trash and be like, "Hey, here's our, here's what happened at Freddy's." You know, isn't it fun? And then Springtrap's locked in the back or something because he's been like he's not dead dead, but he's sort of dead. Right. Um, and he's locked in the back room. That's how Springtrap arrives. Because he was he was um he was in a rabbit suit that one, but they actually mm-hmm. put him into like a spring lock suit. Like well, they activated the spring locks uh that time. So that would make a lot of sense. FNAF four would be super awesome, but oh my god, that'd be so hard to design. Right. Like that'd be crazy. Yeah. But I would love to see it because FNAF four is the scariest. Like if you were to make FNAF four into a movie, I'd pee myself probably. Yeah, FNAF mm-hmm. four is like by to me by far the scariest FNAF game ever. So yeah. But uh, to get off the FNAF train so we can get on to move on with the thing, uh, my last announcement is technically about me. So at the end of every episode, we kind of plug ourselves. Um, so like John will plug his Twitch and his YouTube or, or whoever the host is, I guess. Um, Noah's not, not doing anything because uh, he just works or whatever. And I've, I, I've, t- I've told you guys that I'm on YouTube and Fiverr if you need like writing gigs. However, I've been lying to you about that. Um, not about this Fiverr thing specifically, but I've been lying to you about um, what I'm on. Because now... You can actually catch me over on Twitch. I have actually been live streaming this entire week that you probably didn't even know about. And that is because I wanted to live stream on Twitch without anybody knowing just to see what kind of turnout it would be. Because I didn't, because I knew that if I told people, like, I would probably get the people that knew, know me and stuff. So it would obviously be a jump start. But I wanted to see what would happen if I did, like, a full week of streaming without anybody knowing. And turns out it actually went pretty well. I got a, I got a, like, I got a few chatters that were super active, super nice, and super, uh, super awesome. Um, but now I'm gonna now I'm gonna telling you guys that I stream on Twitch. So I stream on Twitch. I do a lot of horror games. I play Phasmophobia right now, which is currently what I'm doing at the moment. Um, I will probably introduce other horror games. Like maybe I'll do a solo Devourer run if you know that game. Maybe I'll do um, like uh, I, there's a game called Boomin that I can do solo. There's like there's a lot of horror games that I have that I can do solo runs of. Um, but we're gonna be we're sticking to Faz right now just because I'm trying to prestige. Um, my streaming time is 12 p.m. EST. So around, if so, if you're in the East Coast, it's about around lunchtime. Uh, and I go, I stream for about two hours. Um, so it's a lot of fun over there. And uh, I actually have my uh, alerts active now. They weren't before, um, but it's really fun. Uh, like I have a lot of good chatters over there. And uh, now you guys know about it. So I uh, head over there. It's five sets a game, just like YouTube. You know, there's nothing different about that. And uh, following is over, following is free over there. If you can get me to affiliate, that'd be great because I'd love to activate channel points because those are an awesome feature. And I feel like it, 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 it a lot it has a lot of more interactivity if you have mm-hmm. channel points. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So it's really, Twitch is really fun. I know Twitch, you know, is hit or miss in terms of the company itself, but it was actually super fun to stream these past couple of days. So check me out over there. Like I said, 12 p.m. EST. That's when we start. Um, you can actually, if you go to my Twitch page, it actually shows you a schedule when I'm offline, so you can actually look at it. Um, keep in keep in mind I do not stream on Saturday and Sundays, so you can catch me. So it's Monday to Friday specifically. Um, but yeah, there you go. There's my announcement. Ooh. Wow, yeah, that's cool. Yep. 
What, John? I was going to say, before you said that you, when you streamed, I was going to ask if you streamed when when I was playing uh, Devour with you. <laughs> the right. biggest plot twist? No. It's plot no. twist. You were also streaming. Like, even who are you talking to over there? Like, I'll do it myself. <laughs> Thanks for the... Uh, uh, hang on, wait. Um, mm, hang on, I saw this the other day. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I forgot it. I was watching a streamer that were like they were like laughing at the the fact that they were streaming and like because they he went into a public lobby of of the game and like people were asking who he was talking to. And he was like he was like like uh faking donations. He was like small wiener. Thanks for the five hundred dollar donation or whatever. It's like it was really funny. So I was gonna say that, but I forgot what the what the funny thing he said was. Um, uh-huh. but yeah, so it's twelve p.m. EST. I don't stream, so what you won't see is like stuff on YouTube. So I like the stuff on YouTube, like um fads with friends you won't see devour with friends like you won't see that that's specific for youtube the thing you will see is all a bunch of like solo stuff so like right now the past couple days i've been doing solo runs of fads it's been really fun like i said i've had really cool chatters and stuff um and uh yeah but now you guys know about it so catch me over there live 12 p.m uh like i said if you don't if you don't have eastern standard time you're gonna have to convert it um actually i think no what i do know is twitch does convert it for you so if you have your times on set on whatever device you have then twitch will automatically uh like switch it to whatever your time zone is so this is a that's one feature. thing they can do right <laughs> yeah i was gonna say like what the yeah. features kind of suck most of the time but that one's pretty cool yeah that's pretty cool so yeah it's a lot of fun i suggest you join us over there like i said if i can get to affiliate i would love to add channel points uh because i think that's an amazing feature that i would love to be able to do so i think you need 50 and i already have three i already have the minimum number of active chatters which is crazy for being the first like i only pretty started good, yeah. a couple days ago um but so now i just need the followers and also i've been streaming for if I stream one more time for two hours, I'll be at the minimum number of hours too. So it's mm-hmm. so all I need is followers. Um, but you can just come over and join us anyway. You don't even need to. You don't even need to like watch all the time. Just hop in, say hi, and uh, yeah, that's all I need to do. So nice. I already went and gave you a follow. Sweet, thanks, man. <laughs> no problem. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Ten points to Gryffindor. <laughs> no, I can't do that. Okay, I'll, 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 I'll redeem Noah a little bit. Give him a couple points for for his support of you. Ah, there we go. Not not too many. Just, so, just only two. You get, now you gotta take <laughs> not too many. It's something. Yeah, maybe maybe you actually win if you uh, don't lose more points, but who knows? Yeah, the, the only the only unfortunate thing about um the timing of the when I stream is because I can't stream at night. It's just it because mm-hmm. I re- I record at night sometimes with friends and like I I, I don't whenever I stream and record at the same time because I don't have a PC. I have a laptop. And right. If I'm like streaming and recording at the same time, I notice that when I do that, I have a massive frame drops. And the time I did that, it actually crashed my game. So I'm like, yeah, screw that. So mm-hmm. the bad the one bad thing is I can't like raid John or anything because <laughs> I'm like I can't be like, yo John, how's it going? How are you doing? dropping in uh that's the one thing i'm like well i can't do that so i know i don't typically raid out or anything just because john's not streaming at that egregious time and the person who i would raid who's like he's his name is insom i don't think he has raid turned on because he doesn't want random people dropping which makes sense a lot of people use raids to promote themselves which is stupid um Mm -hmm. because that's not what they're for but yeah it's so I don't write out, so you won't see that, but you will see like alerts and stuff. So when you do follow, if I'm live, for example, no one uh, followed when I'm not live, so he obviously didn't see anything. But if you follow when you're when I'm live, then you'll see a cool little alert pop up. Um, there's no donations. I don't want your money. Uh, so just just to follow, because follows follows following is free. If I can speak. Yeah. Um, I don't even think I've subscribed to set up because I don't think you can yet. So yeah, you know, you, I don't that, that's an affiliate thing. So yeah. 
Yeah, so I, even if I get that up, the thing I'll turn on first is Channel Point. I'm, I'm not looking for money. I'm looking for just like a, a nice time to stream with people, uh, talk with chatters and stuff. That's all I'm really look, doing right now. So. Mm. Oh, nice. That's cool, yeah. Uh, and with all that out of the way, we can finally get into our topic for today, which is, you know, if you've been, if you've been watching the, the podcast for a while, you know we talk about important stuff. And every every ten episodes, and today we're talking about um, disabilities and disorders, both physical and mental, because you know that's pretty important to me specifically because I have ADHD. People who are close to me, who I won't say who, in case they don't want that. Uh, I know someone who has PTSD, so I, you know, obviously important stuff to me. So I figured we should talk about that. All right. And as for the audience, we're t- we're gonna be so we can talk about like the like these two if they want to can talk about like the bad stuff. But I I haven't technically witnessed anything uh like at least not on the internet, so mm-hmm. I can't um or sorry at least not in real life is what it meant. Um, so I I can't speak on that stuff, but these two can. I what I will speak on is like the good stuff I've seen that come out of like people treating people nicely with even when they have disabilities and stuff like that. So I will I will be mm-hmm. talking about that. Okay. I mean. I guess I could talk about some people have gone with disabilities, even though most of them are dead now. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I guess it works. Yeah. I mean, as the host, I can I can start us off. Um, I mean, I I guess just for me with, with my my uh, ADHD is is uh, the D stands for disorder. The last one, not the first one. Um, and you know that. Is not something that's like super hindrance to me specifically, but it is some people have it worse than I do. Um, when I was in school, it, it was hard for me to focus on my my education, and you know I would forget things easily. And the one bad part about that for when I was in school specifically is I would was would try to get. Uh, accommodations from the school because they offer that which is amazing that schools do that now um but they were like they're like okay well we'll test you even though our counselor diagnosed you with adhd we're gonna test to make sure if you need accommodations for that and so they would test me and were like they're like well you're smart so and you pa- you pass above average for a test here so you will never need the accommodations which is not how that works in my opinion but it was, they were always, always struggling to like just get them to do simple things that would make it a little bit easier for me. Um, like I had this agenda, this like um, notebook that we would write our assignments in, and one of the the accommodations we were trying to get is to have my teachers sign it, so it would not only keep me accountable, but it also keep them accountable. And it would work both ways, and none of my teachers wanted to do that ever. So like it was really hard to get them to do that. So that sucked, but they're they're all also they're also good aspects of it too. But I'll, I'll let you guys uh, pick it up from here and see what you guys have to say. So do you want to go first or second? I guess in this case. Ah uh, yeah, I was. No, I was actually thinking you could go first, Ethan. Um. So I told the story. Well, no, it's not really a story. Well, no, it kind of was. I, so I told this to John and uh, Noah already before we went into this episode, actually. But I'm going to say it to you guys because it's important to me. 
Um, so I knew this kid. I, let's for the purpose of this uh, conversation, let's call him. Uh, I'm not going to give him a stupid name. I'm going to call him. No, I'm going to call him Fred. Yeah, that's Fred. So okay. Fred, for example, um, so he had autism, and he was he was very much on the spectrum. Like I don't know how far he definitely wasn't the farthest. He was he was still very capable of doing things. Um, but he was he was definitely I would say somewhere in the middle. So like there's things that you, like once you saw him, like you could tell, right? But the thing about him was he was overly caring, not in a bad way. He was overly caring. He was like um, super funny. Like a lot of people I've met, like my humor is like, it's both simple, but also if you tell like a dad joke, I'm not going to laugh. But um, he was super funny, even to me. And he was, like, like I said, he was super nice um, and all that stuff. There was actually this one time we were talking. I forget why we landed on the conversation, but he was talking about um, like a bunch of stuff. And then he ended with like a joke. Um, and he's like, oh, I'm sorry, did I offend you? Like, I wasn't trying to, or I didn't mean to, or whatever he said. And I'm like, dude, you didn't even, you didn't even say anything remotely mean to me, even, even if you were trying. So I'm like, don't even worry about it. You didn't even say anything. So he's so accommodating that even he, even though he didn't say anything direct, even directly to me, he was like making sure that I didn't, I wasn't upset or anything, um, which was like super cool. So like, there's, there's a lot of good things that come out of it. And also he turned out to be a very good, um, uh, I think he played guitar. I forgot if it was a guitar or something else, but it was a string instrument for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but he played guitar. He was also in a chorus. Um, so I think he was, was he a tenor? He was, he sang pretty high, if I recall. Um, I, he definitely wasn't a bass. I knew that. Mm-hmm. Um, but like he was, he was super good at singing, super good at playing an instrument. He loved music. He loved art. Um, so he was very capable of doing a lot of things. But he obviously he had the the autism thing, and I don't know exactly what it affected because I didn't. I, that wasn't information I needed um, because honestly, when I meet people for the first time, I'm not thinking, oh, how is this person different than me? I'm thinking, oh, is this person a good person or are they scum, <laughs> basically? And nine times out of ten, they're good people, right? Um, but when I first met him, I'm like, he, um, when I first met him, I'm like, oh, he's super like creative. Cause I, he was talking, he was telling a story or something when I first, cause it, when you're in the same room in chorus, you kind of have, you can't not eavesdrop. It's kind of impossible. Mm-hmm. You're in the same room and they're right next to you. Um, right. so he was telling a story right next to his, right next to me, to one of his friends. And he was telling me like his cool story that he was thinking about writing a book. And I'm like, this guy's creative. He's, he's like, cause I was writing books at the time. I'm like, that's a really good story that I haven't really seen before. I can't think of it off the top of my head. Um, but it was a really cool story. It wasn't until 12th grade when I actually started talking to him because at this point he was in 11th grade and also there was COVID that happened. So I missed like the ending of 10th grade and all of 11th grade. Um, so obviously I, I didn't have time there. But in 12th grade, I started talking to him because he was still in, he was still in chorus, but I, he was also in clubs that I went to after school and specifically the board game club, if I remember correctly. Um, and we got talking, and I'm like, this dude, this dude's super chill. He's super nice. And then as the year went on, we started talking more and more. We unfortunately didn't have the same lunch period, so we obviously couldn't talk during lunch or anything. Um, I think it was also my gym class. I'd have to ask my friend that was in my gym class with me if he was in. No, he was. He absolutely was. Yeah, I remember because we were on teams with him at one point. He's super able at playing sports. I remember I was I teamed up with him for badminton. He was super good at it um, and stuff like that. Like So he was... He was super, uh, super cool. And also what I loved about it purely, the, the thing that made me the most happy was that everyone in our school was super nice to him. Super nice. They weren't like belittling him. They weren't like making fun of him for being like quote unquote disabled. They weren't like um, 
making they weren't talking behind his back like all that sort of stuff like whenever we were so if he wasn't in the room whenever someone would be talking about him it was always in a positive way they'd be like oh why it's gonna be there it's gonna be awesome it's gonna be like this one time they were talking these girls that were on lacrosse they, they played professional lacrosse were like oh we're doing lacrosse today and why it's gonna be there so we're gonna we're gonna win and i'm just thinking like these these girls play lacrosse professionally and they're and they're saying that he, they're gonna win because he's there. And I'm like, that's so sweet of them to say. He was not even in the room, so it's not like they're talking badly behind his back. It was just so nice to see how our class handled it as well. Um mm-hmm. yeah, that that's what made me the most happy was like because when it, you can see someone's true form when they're when they're talking about someone that's not currently there. Because like, right. for example, if like me and Noah are in the call and I'm like, man, that John guy is so ugly. You know, he's just oh, <laughs> oh you know what i mean and then yeah. like but when john's in here i'm like oh john man you're so handsome man you know <laughs> you, you should go you, you should go be a model or something you know what i mean oh, thank like, you no no one would be like this guy's some kind of joker like what is he doing yeah. um and that's super rude like i i hate people that talk behind people's backs because it's so mm. stupid like if you want to confront someone about a problem go ahead and do it but do it to their face don't do it behind their back but with yeah. our class especially they were super accommodating and i love seeing that so that's yeah. that's the story. That's the story I'm going to show it off with. That's the story. Yeah, like I, I also knew uh, Fred, um, because like he, I don't know what classes I had with him, but I remember seeing him around school a lot, and like he was always so kind to just everybody. Like he, he was such a such a pure soul, as they say, um, because he yeah. he cared about <laughs> other people more than I've seen most people uh, at that school. And that was, like, really cool to see. Like, I actually know the uh, kid that Ethan was talking about. And from what I remember, yeah, he was a super nice kid and just super accommodating as well. Like, I think there was even a time where he told me a joke and I was just laughing about it. But he said to me, oh, did I offend you in any way? And I said, no, man, you made me laugh. You're good with me. Like, you're good. Don't worry. But, yeah, he was a good kid. Mm. So, I think it's my turn now. Yep. Alright, so, from what I remember, um, back where I used to live, uh, there was this girl I used to know, I'm not gonna give out her name mainly because I don't know it, but even if I did, I don't feel like being an asshole and just giving that out. But, uh, anyway, this girl, I believe, was diagnosed with Tourette's, which, if I remember correctly, it's these texts that come about that you can't control at all and they could be anything from random hand gestures to words you can't control coming out of your mouth and uh i remember in class it would happen a few times just because you know she has no control over it so it's gonna happen and for the most part it would happen and the class would be fine and everything would go back to normal but i know they're were a few times where I think there was this one kid where it happened and he just went, oh, what the hell was that? So then either she tried to explain to him that it was her Tourette's and it was a tick and that she was sorry for the inconvenience, which I don't really think she should have had to apologize for, but kind of just my opinion. But um, for the most part, I... Just remember people being pretty nice to her about it because it's one of those things that's hard to live with. So you want to try and be nice to the people who live with that condition. 
Yeah, and to, and to actually build off the your your uh, thing there too, is there's I don't know her name exactly. I just know she's a streamer. Uh, so Anthony mm-hmm. Padilla, uh, if you know him, he's he's an old Smosh guy, but he now he has his mm-hmm. own channel. Um, he basically does this. I spent a day with blank, and it's usually like uh like think of people like Jack guy. Um, he did it with Map Pat and like all the he does usually content creators, but I think he's done some celebrities. Um, but he did this with a girl that had Tourette's, like she had severe Tourette's, um, where she like, um, was like, like she, like Noah just said, like Tourette's can be anything from small, from like small hand gestures, or it could be something like blurting out and throwing something. Right. Um, and oftentimes if it's throwing something, it could be dangerous to anyone near you, which is unfortunate because they can't control it. Right. Um, but with her, like she's, she's like, she, I don't know if she does comedy or anything, but she was so funny. Like, I, like, whenever a Tourette's popped up, it was always in a funny manner. Because, like, for example, when Anthony Padilla was like, oh, do you mind plugging the channel or whatever? And she was like, <laughs> the first thing she said, because it was a, a tick, she's like, you're a bitch. <laughs> and <then> he threw, <laughs> she threw lipstick at him. <laughs> and it was, like, it was so funny. And obviously they laughed afterwards because she, she like, uh, it was funny to her too. But it was so funny. <laughs> um, I recommend you go watch the video. I, if you look up Anthony Padilla Tourette's, it might pop up. I don't, I, again, I w- wish I remember her name. Um, mm, yeah. But the entire episode was me laughing my ass off because it was so funny um because she's like she always uh like she doesn't make um like jokes at it specifically but she she they both laughed it off every time it happened because it was always like it was always insulting him actually yeah. now that i think about it um and obviously he's such a kind soul that he obviously knew she had no control over like he and the media is like a, a cool dude um yeah. but yeah it was like it was so it was so nice to see that that he was sort of bringing the idea to the world that hey this is a thing that not many people talk about it anymore. Like Tourette's is still out there, um, mm-hmm. and it affects a lot of people. And you know, it's it, people like sure they can't control themselves sometimes, but they can do they can be very capable things. Because if I recall, the person he like who she was, I think she had like millions of subscribers or millions of followers. Whoever, whatever platform she was on, she had millions of fans or whatever. So clearly, she's like um, a, a very good content creator. So that, that's what yeah. I was trying to get at. Um, yeah. But speaking of content creators, there's also have you guys heard of Random Encounters? They are a music-based, mm-hmm. uh, like uh, content. They're they're a team really, but they're content creators. Um, but they mm-hmm. primarily create video game musicals, which I love to death. I love mm-hmm. musicals. I think they're really fun, um, and especially the songs are nice. But they specialize in video game musicals specifically. So they've mm-hmm. done musicals for uh animal crossing for uh friday night funkin which i know not a lot of people like anymore but it's fine uh they've done ones for um doki doki literature club which is a game i love they've done one for undertale like all games you can think of they've probably done one um and a guy a guy on the team his name is oh no oh no i am so bad with names i should never become a teacher ever um yeah. either way it's there's three there's three people there's aj i remember him because he's like he's not the lead he's like he's kind of just like he's the one that runs the musicals though um there's gwen which is his wife oh nate nate there we go nate uh so his name is nate um he runs sort of like the, i think he runs the technical stuff like he runs the sound and he runs the like the i think the green screen stuff and they do green screen awesome guy he has mild tourettes which i didn't know actually until he went on a live stream and talked about it um and uh he is so like he's so capable of doing a lot of things and i'm like even with his Tourette's, he's showing the world that he's capable of doing things that even without his Tourette's, it wouldn't matter because he's doing the same thing anyway um which is always nice to see people like that and that's what that's what i was talking about the girl before where she's 
capable of doing things just as easily as someone without Tourette's because she's pushing through it and she's winning. That's all. That's what. That's all it's all about is like winning. Um, and both examples I just gave, like they're excellent people. They're super nice, um, and they're they're act- they're achieving a lot of things despite them having Tourette's, which is really nice. Right. Uh, I mean, that, that is pretty yeah. pretty awesome. Yeah. Well, that's good to hear. Uh, there is one thing that comes with Tourette's that I just hate. And I don't know if you guys know what I'm talking about, but if it's all right with you guys, I do want to give a brief moment to talk about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, as long as you're not going to offend the mass population, then I think you're fine. I don't think so. I think this is something everyone can agree on. Okay. You say that. All right, so what I'm about to talk about is people who fake having Tourette's or really any oh, yeah. kind of disorder for well, attention. I mean, yes, obviously. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, I, I mean, mean that, that goes with any any sort of disorder. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. Faking being sick to not go to work is one thing, but faking being well, like yeah. on a disability, that's, that's first of all, rude to anyone. That's, that's, that's a fit. Like, if I had Tourette's and I saw someone faking Tourette's for attention or money, I'd be like, this person's scum. I'm actually going through it. They're not living it. I am. Go to hell. <laughs> like that's what I would think, right? So I yeah, yeah I, I hate anyone that does that. Right. Yeah. Right. And what were you saying, John? Oh no, I was disagreeing. Alright, okay. Uh anyway, um so I've seen a lot of um videos of people with threats and fortunately I know for the most part that most of them are real, some are fake, but nothing I can really do about some of those. Mm-hmm. But What's pissed me off is um, anytime you go and you search Tourette's, there's a lot of videos that come up and some are like explanations about what it is, which is great to see that people actually talk about it and they explain like that, hey, this is a thing that can happen to certain people who can be affected. So it's great to see people are showing that. But uh, what also comes up is a lot of people who are just faking having it and it's clearly like something you can see like if you were to take someone who actually has Tourette's and then compare that with a video of someone who doesn't you can see the difference and what it really gets me is how many people actually do this shit and it's fucking disgusting just because of how many people do it and how many videos there are actually are out of people doing it like mm-hmm. I don't I don't understand it, and I no longer will, but I support the people who actually deserve the support. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you why. You said it yourself why they do it. They do it for attention. That's all they do it for. Mm-hmm. They, or they do it the, the worser way, which is they do it for money. Like, I've literally seen people fake illnesses to, like, they've set up a GoFundMe and they fake an illness to get money, and they end up buying, like, a new house or, like, a car with it. It's like, really? Mm-hmm. You're taking money from people that genuinely think you're in trouble, so you're stealing basically because you're not telling them the truth, and then also you're spending that money not to fix, not to like get food or something, not to like buy like let's say you need a heater in your house, not to buy that. No, you go buy like a super nice car for yourself. It's like seriously, it's like yeah. I those people like I just want nothing to do with <laughs> like they're yeah. they're really bad. I, I also. People that fake charity events too. I want to punch oh, that. God. People that like actively fake, like, oh guys, we're donating to charity. It's gonna be great, and they end up taking the money for themselves. I literally want to put their face in a punching bag and just train with them, like train with if that I, for like ten years. 
If yeah. I see any of those people, I've got a 50 cal in my trunk and a 100 yard property. Let's see how what happens. That is, uh, I mean, that's a little unrealistic a little, considering they uh, would never go to your lo location, but okay. Especially if they um, knew that you were, you were gonna, you had that, that, those, uh, resources. Yep. As far as I'm concerned, it's hunting season. Anyways. Either way, John, we're back to you. Yeah, uh, this, this is, a uh, um, couple things I could mention, but, uh, I think I'll, I'll, I'll go with, uh, one more personal, which is a more uplifting one, actually, you know, um, but it, my, like I said, I have someone close to me who has PTSD, and they have a shirt that on the front it says, be kind, and on the back it says, everybody is fighting a battle you know nothing about, and, like, almost mm. every time he goes out wearing that shirt, he gets compliments on it, be like, yeah, that's 100% true, I wish more people thought like that. It's like, it, it, it's it's awesome to see. Like, um, it's it's one hundred percent true. Like, it, no no one knows what kind of struggles you're going through, unless you tell them. Um, that extends to people with with disabilities as well. Yeah, yeah. Actually, you just helped me remind me myself of like one of my favorite quotes ever, and it's that the quote is, "We're all playing the same level. We're just facing different devils." Like that's that's yeah. the quote, and it's a it's both a uh, uplifting quote and also like a down to earth quote because it's like yeah we're all in the same spot in terms of like the level we're on sure like obviously level symbolic, but we're all facing different things. So like you can watch someone like because we're all on Earth that's the level they're talking about. So we're all human mm -hmm. together, but we're all facing different things, and that's what people forget oftentimes. They're like oh you know we, like I don't know how people go about it. I don't like I personally know that people could be facing stuff that they just don't tell us because a lot of people find it hard to tell people they're dealing with something, especially like, especially if it's like friends because they're, they're worried they're going to get judged or whatever. Um, with family, it might depend. Um, I think that they still feel that in a way. Um, and then that's why therapy exists is because it's a, it's an outlet. Now, while I think therapy in certain circumstances are is stealing from people that need the money. But and there are some therapists I do know that are actually, that do actually care about the person they're with. And they don't right. charge like an egregious amount. Like if you see a therapist charging like a hundred dollars an hour, get out of there and never go back. But if you're if they're like if they're like all right, the first couple of visits, I don't want your money. Then after that, if you need any more help, then it's like twelve dollars or something like that. Because mm -hmm. like they because some therapists get paid hourly from their from their actual employer or whatever. So like like for them, I don't know. I don't know how the industry works. All I know is that if you see someone like charging a hundred dollars an hour, get out of there and never look back. Right. It's honestly the therapists that charge like a hundred dollars an hour. They're usually not the best. Well, no, because they don't care. They care about the money, not the. They care yeah. about the paycheck, not the person. Yeah, I hate those people. Yeah, well, they're gonna exist forever. Yeah, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah, I guess. Uh, anyway. Ethan, do you have another another one to talk about? Yeah, I'll do a small one just because we're coming up on time here. But, um, mm. so one last one that I have is um so i'm for the purpose of this conversation i'll call her colleen i don't know why that name came to me um okay. so we're gonna call her that um so colleen she was a friend of mine from middle school uh she actually moved in eighth grade so she was she i knew her from uh fifth grade 
we were in the same class. We were in some same class in sixth grade, and we were in like one or two classes in seventh grade. So I, I knew her for a while, and I believe we had the same lunch period actually in uh, sixth grade. And then obviously we were in the same class in fifth grade, so of course we had the same lunch. But in sixth grade specifically, we had the same lunch. Seventh grade we did not, and then eighth grade she moved. Um, but she had, I believe, I didn't, I didn't confirm. Like again, I, I don't ask about it unless someone tells me because it's it's not technically your information so why why mm-hmm. i'm not going to pressure them like be like oh what do you got like that sounds insulting like oh what right. what's wrong with you like it's kind of like that so i don't say anything i just like i treat them normal until if they tell me then that's cool if they don't then i'm just gonna assume nothing i'm gonna have to assume nothing's wrong and that you know i'll treat them normal because that's what i do mm-hmm. Um, so she didn't exactly tell me so i'm just going off of pure speculation but i, I based on what i saw i could so i kind of knew so she seemed to be on the autism spectrum a little bit as well. She was definitely not on the severe case, and she definitely wasn't. She was she was less uh, severe than um, Fred, um, but she was still on there a little bit. Um, and the the way she went about it is she wore these shirts every day. Um, it actually kind of lines with John, what John just said. So she wore she wore shirts every day that had like quotes on them, um, and they were all quotes about autism. And whenever I saw them. Um, cause what you, the way the shirt worked, and I don't know if this is how John's shirt worked, but in order to get the full quote, you actually had to read the back and the front. So you didn't just, cause the, the front had the first couple lines and then the back had the finishing, like, wow, kind of line. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so you actually had to read the front and the back to get the full message. And what was cool about the shirt she wore, I don't know if they, she made them or if some company distributed them, but you can read it in any order and the sentence still works. So you could read the back and then the front and the sentence still works. You could read the front and the back in that order and it could still work. It's, it was crazy. Um, and they were really cool quotes. I honestly can't remember them at the top of my head. All I remember is that like they were super like, like whenever I saw one, I'm like, wow, that's, uh, that's interesting. Cause I was like, what? Eight, like uh, nine or 10 at the time, or maybe no 10 or 11 at the time. And for fifth grade specifically. And I'm like, wow, that's, that's really, that's a really cool shirt. And so we got talking, and um, obviously we were young back then, so we were talking about stupid stuff, like, oh, can't wait to go to the playground. Um, but, like, when I first started talking to her, I'm like, oh, by the way, I love your shirt. Like, it's really cool. And she's like, oh, thanks. And she didn't say where she got it from. I don't know. So I said, that's why I said I don't know where she got it. Um, mm-hmm. But they always left me with a sense of, like, wow, I, I, thought this about, I thought this about autism, and now I think this because i was because they were true facts they weren't she wasn't making things up so i'm like this was like this is the reality i was living in before and now just by reading this line i was brought into the actual reality of the situation because obviously i don't i don't have autism so i can't speak for anything so i didn't know what autism really was my brother has it but i didn't i was young so i like he was even younger than i was so i had no clue sort of what was going on with it and i didn't even think it was really anything But when they showed when they showed up with a different shirt every day and they had different like quotes on it, I'm like, wow, that's really cool because I didn't know what was happening. I didn't know uh, they even had it at the time. And so just reading these shirts was kind of like a, a breath of fresh air almost because it was bringing me into a reality of what autism even was. And from then on, like I sort of like learned on, on my own. As soon as she moved, like uh, I started learning on my own, like what autism actually was and how it would affect people. Um, and yeah, so like it was just super cool, and she wore it every day, and um, yeah, that's that's kind of my story. And again, same similar to Fred, uh, the kids were uh, treated her just as fine as she was if she didn't have autism. I don't even know if they knew because I don't think she told anybody, as far as I'm aware. Um, 
But uh, yeah, so it's the unfortunate thing is I don't keep up with her today. We once she moved because I didn't have a phone. I know I well I didn't have a phone when she moved. I did like a couple months after, which kind of sucked. Like yeah. unfortunate timing there. Um, so I didn't I didn't we didn't keep numbers, so we didn't keep in touch. So I hope if you're listening to this, uh, you probably don't even know who you are. Maybe you do. Uh, I hope you're doing really well. Um, hope you're um living your dream, whatever that may be. Because yeah, we don't keep in touch anymore. But it was uh it was super cool to see the shirt she wore. Mm-hmm. Right, that is actually pretty cool, though. Yeah, I mean, I, it, the story kind of reminded me. Um, actually, is when I was in oh, hold, I mean, I think fifth grade, and like mm-hmm. from second grade to fifth grade, yeah, now that I think about it, I I had a buddy, um, who's like one of my best friends at the time, and like I I didn't I didn't think you know anything of it. He's just my like a good pal of mine. And then, like, sadly, I, I've lost touch with this this person because, again, it was fifth grade when you move at, at that age. It's like they're just gone forever. Um, yeah. So, yeah. like, but I remember hearing in sixth grade, my, my mom was telling me, like, oh, you know your buddy there? Um, he recently was diagnosed with autism. He was on the spectrum. And I was like, oh, that's crazy. Like, he's still my friend. If I would uh, see him again, I would still hang out with him. Like, it didn't change my opinion of him. It was just like, yeah, that's just something he has. And is one thing I do like to see is when people are diagnosed with things like that, and then the same people that are around them are just like, okay, you've got that. Doesn't change how I think of you. You're still my friend. Mm-hmm. Like, I just always find that cool to see. Yeah, no, did you have one last toy for us? Uh, I think I do. Um, I just gotta go with one. Alright, so, if I remember correctly, I think I was in about 4th, maybe 5th grade, so kind of along the lines of you, John. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I remember correctly, it was a guy that I knew, and I think he had, what was it, um, I think it was Down Syndrome? Mm-hmm. And, I don't really remember the full effect of uh, Down Syndrome, because it's been a little while. But, uh, I do remember that he was diagnosed with it, and eventually, one day, we were just talking about something random. I don't really remember, because it was fifth grade. But, eventually, we started talking about how he was diagnosed with it, and he was telling me how he was living with it, and how it was impacting his life, and I was like, Wow. And I thought my life was hard, but compared to this guy's, it's a lot harder than mine. And I just thought it was cool that, even though he was diagnosed with this, I guess, well, I don't really think it's a disease, but I'm not really sure. But I just thought it was cool that he was diagnosed with this and he was still able to live and function to an extent. We we just sit here in silence, or what are we doing? <laughs> I, mean, I thought you were going to keep going. <laughs> no, I, I, I it's funny, because whenever I edit these episodes, so for those that don't know, I edit these episodes. Whenever mm-hmm. Noah's talking, it's only Noah. Whenever Noah's talking, there's a, these big gaps that I have to cut out, and so whenever Noah's the host, I'm like, oh, great, here we go. Here's another two-hour <laughs> session of editing. 
Yep. Um, and then when me and John has a John here and there will have some, but like when I'm talking, like because I'm su- I'm such a YouTuber, I make sure that I'm talking all the time. Um, right. Is like I I barely have to cut anything out. So there's three tiers. There's me where I don't have to do too much editing. There's John where like occasionally there'll be something here and there. And then there's Noah where it's like, all right, I'm gonna be here a while. Where's my coffee? <laughs> oh yeah, I am sorry for that, but that's kind of how it works. Yeah, well, too bad. Yep. Well, I think we're at the end of the road here. Yeah, coming yep. up on uh, an hour, and like obviously, I, I like I said, I have personal experience with like people in my family, people like myself, and people who are friends with me. Like I did talk about this for so much longer, but. You know, at the end of the day, we only got like around an hour for these episodes, so we're gonna have to cut it off here. But um, I guess I will read out the points now, and I, I I don't love like I think Ethan just mentioned this when he's the host of the points up things. I don't love deciding a winner or loser because you know if we're talking about something important and bringing awareness to things people might not know about. Um, and like we're all winners in that sense, but uh, I will decide a winner because Noah lost five points at the beginning, and mm-hmm. so because of that, Noah has thirteen points and Ethan has seventeen points, and so oh, Ethan the winner. And I think Noah, if you had it just randomly insulted me for no reason, you might have won, but I'm not really sure. Yeah, that's a good one out, man. It's been a while. It's been a while for him to do that, so he had to give one out. Yep. Just have to do one at least once. So, Ethan, do you have a winner's speech for us today? Yeah, well, like like it is at the end of every episode, we're all a winner in our hearts. Um, but, of course, the, the show must go on, so we got to do that. But um, in terms of, like, I, I think I've said this throughout every important topic, because I think it applies, except for maybe the gun episode, because that, that didn't really apply. But um, with, with every serious topic we've done, it's always been about something different than what either we've experienced or something different than what we're currently doing, whatever. So, for example, the mm-hmm. mental health thing that affects so many people um, that, that you probably don't even know affects how many people. Maybe there's On average, so if you have a friend group of six people, on average, one of them is, is depressed. That's, that's the average. Now, obviously, that might not apply to you in your friend group, but I'm just saying on average, that's how it would be. Um, so, and they, and you might have no idea. And now I'm not saying to go press them about it. Go, go press your friend and be like, Hey bud, you know, you got it. Cause that's stupid. Um, but just, just keep in mind that there are people that are going through different things. There are, uh, people facing different demons every day that you don't know about. And so treat people with respect as a baseline. That should not be a, like, if you're meeting someone new for the first time, give them respect and you will give respect back. That's how that works. Respect is a two-way street. I've always said this from the beginning of time, that respect is a two-way street. Now, if I've known someone for a long time and they don't respect me at all, they, they're not going to re- expect respect back because that's not how that works. But if, I'm, if you're meeting someone for the first time, give them respect as a baseline. That should always be a thing you do because you don't know what they're going through. And if you give them respect, you'll give respect back. And you might make new friends that way. That's, it's like, that's kind of how it works. Even if you're an adult, it's not, you know, it might be hard if you don't go out that much. But it's if you just sit down and talk with people, that's all someone needs sometimes is someone to just talk to. Um, so, yeah, it's all about 
and for this specific topic, uh, if someone's different than you and you can tell they're different, don't judge them based on what their difference is. Judge them on what you like about them. Judge them on like, oh, this person's super creative. I like that about them. Oh, or this person's super talented at playing the drums. I love, I love people that play the drums. Judge them based off of their positive qualities and then just try and have a conversation with them. Like, that's all you need to do. Don't even put, like, erase the whole, like, they have a problem in the back of your mind because they don't have a problem. They might have, they might be facing a problem, but it's not a problem that you should be thinking about when you're talking to them because it's, unless they like tell you what it is, then it's not your information. So what your information should be is what you can perceive from the outside as their personality. Are they fun? Are they chill? Are they super nice? Are they, uh, do you, are you both like good at video games, for example? That's a, that's a way you can connect. Um, so don't go into someone's, don't try and go into someone's life being like, oh, this person has Tourette's. Mm. I don't know. About, I don't know about this one, Chief. Like, don't go into a thing like that because you're gonna first of all end up hurting their feelings probably if you just say that stuff around them, or B, you're just gonna make your like your me- your own mental health will go down because you're just basically degrading everyone you come across. So just be nice to everybody, like John said. Be kind, um, and that's all that really matters in the end. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right about that. Like, yeah. Kindness uh, is something I feel like is it, it kindness can change someone's whole day. You know what I mean? Like you, you could be facing a, a tough day and be like, "Man, this this really sucks. I'm I'm really in the da- down today." And then someone just comes along and be like, "Hey, you're a cool dude. You're awesome. You're funny." You're like, "Oh man, I'm turning my whole day around." Yeah, yeah. and that's that's what's important too, is because this one. So Mapad told a story about how he had a friend in uh, choir practice mm-hmm. um, that he would talk to every day. Like he, he, Mapad saw him as like, oh, no one was talking to him, so he went over and started chatting with him. Um, and the the sad part of the story was he was considering suicide, but he stopped because Mapad went over and talked to him every day, and they had, and he loved the conversations they had. Mm-hmm. That was literally the thing that stopped him was the conversation. It wasn't anything he did because Mapad didn't even know at the time. He had no clue that was happening. So mm-hmm. it was just the conversation. So if you want to think about it in like that kind of term, that can even save someone. So just be nice, have a conversation. Honestly, in my point of view of the world right now, kindness can be lost sometimes. So be nice and just go into a conversation like with meeting someone with a positive attitude. And I think everything will work out fine. If you Let's say, because not everything's sunshine and rainbows. Let's say you disagree on a lot of things and you don't have a lot of hobbies you agree with. Like you don't have a lot of hobbies that you share. Maybe there's, you know, maybe you don't need to become friends. You can just say, all right, man, have a good day. Uh, enjoy the rest of your time or whatever. You don't need mm-hmm. to be friends with everyone. What I'm just saying is go into a conversation with a positive attitude. Because I've seen so many times where people are just degrading all the time. They're miserable all the time. And they kind of spread it to everybody else. It's it's really annoying. So, yeah, that's that's my winner speech. Yeah, that's, that's great. Um, yeah, I, I would... Say thank you guys so much for listening to our, our little conversation here about mental illness and mental disabilities and physical disabilities. Uh, we hope we, we provoked a conversation you guys, you know, if you if you like what we had to say, you know, go go talk to other people about this stuff, because it is important, at least to me. Um, and hopefully made you laugh along the way. It was more serious today, but hopefully, hopefully you got a couple chuckles in there. Um... You can find me over on on Twitch at Jeevan Stevens and on YouTube at Jeevan Stevens. You can find Ethan at Twitch now for, at Five Sixty Gaming and as well as on YouTube at Five Sixty Gaming. 
Wait, that, that's your Twitch channel, Five Sixty Gaming, right? Yep. Same as YouTube, uh, Flab Sexy Gaming. Anywhere, you, I, anywhere I'm on the internet, you can find me as Flab Sexy Gaming. Also on Fiverr, it's the same. Although Fiverr, you have it's Fiverr's weird. You have a username and then your real name, so mm -hmm. you'll find me under Ethan. But you, know, if you search a username, you'll find me under Flab Sexy Gaming. So right, cool. you'll know it's me because my banner, not my, not the banner, sorry, the profile picture is actually the podcast thing. So there you go. You'll know if you see that. So if you see the podcast, you know the podcast banner. So you've seen it. So that's how you know it's actually me and not some random guy in Nigeria called Flap Sexy Gaming. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Huh? Yeah. And uh, you can find Dog 54 of them on Xbox if you had a, a bone to pick with him and all his insults towards me. A <laughs> bone to pick with him? <laughs> you, you can message him there. Or if you want to just be like, hey, you're cool. I like your funniness. And you can also do that. So I don't know why. Hey, what I want said. Um, but yeah, uh, we also uh, we have a Patreon. You know, since if you're first time listening, don't even worry about it. Um, because like that's that's for people who who like us and want to support us financially. But we we do have a Patreon. We um have the extended cuts where you can buy those or um. You can you can check out the multiple tiers we have that allow you have the special rewards and perks. Tiers range from one to one hundred, each having their own special perks. Um, and the higher you buy, the more rewards you get, obviously. And you can become a um, when you become a member, you get access to the Patreon only Discord, where we can hang out, we can talk about the podcast, we can talk about our our respective. Twitch and YouTube stuff, and um, yeah, you know, check that out. It, it only if you only if you want. You know, it's never mandatory. And uh, we'll see you guys next time.